The following podcast contains audio extracted from videos on the Harry Potter Theory YouTube channel. Hey everyone, welcome to another installment of Harry Potter Theory. Today, we're going to be discussing Dumbledore, the Potters, and the fabled Invisibility Cloak. Specifically, we're going to be taking a look at the events of the time period surrounding the Potter's murder, and why on earth Dumbledore chose to borrow an item of such great protection when the Potter family's lives were in imminent danger. If the cloak is so powerful that even death can't find you, wouldn't it be most useful in the hands of people who are hiding from the most powerful dark wizard to have ever lived? Let's dive in. The Invisibility Cloak is a powerful magical artifact that once belonged to Ignotus Peveril, the youngest brother from the Tale of Three Brothers, a story outlining the origin of each Deathly Hallow. The plot surrounds the Three Wizard Brothers and their ability to cheat death for a short period of time. After conquering death, a personification of death, under the guise of congratulating them, awards them with three gifts the Elder Wand, the Resurrection Stone, and the Invisibility Cloak. Long story short, each brother chose one of the gifts that death had presented them. Ignotus, the youngest, chose the Invisibility Cloak. All three of these objects are massively instrumental in the Harry Potter story, and while the Elder Wand is a huge plot driver, the Invisibility Cloak definitely ended up being the most useful hallow for Harry which is interesting because it was indirectly handed down to him by his father. After James's death, it was kept safe until Harry was old enough to appreciate it, at which point Dumbledore anonymously gifted the cloak to Harry in the Philosopher's Stone. But why did Dumbledore have this Potter family artifact? Around the time that Lord Voldemort was hunting the Potters, the Cloak of Invisibility came to the attention of Dumbledore when James showed it to him, and after a cursory inspection of the cloak, Dumbledore ended up asking to borrow the cloak from James in order to study it, but this was a bit of a weird request. Dumbledore had the power to cast the Disillusionment Charm, a spell capable of rendering him invisible, allowing him to perfectly blend in with his surroundings. What use could he have possibly had with the Invisibility Cloak? And of all of the times to borrow it, this seems like the most inappropriate. The most obvious and safe answer is that Dumbledore wanted to study the cloak because it's one of the three Deathly Hallows. In his youth, Dumbledore became infatuated with the idea of uniting the three Hallows, and though he had long since abandoned that path, he maintained an interest in these powerful magical artifacts. Being a highly knowledgeable and curious wizard, it's possible that he may have wanted to explore the cloak's capabilities and better understand its origins. Furthermore, it's likely that Dumbledore did not feel that James Potter needed the Invisibility Cloak for protection against Lord Voldemort, as the family was already safeguarded by the Fidelius Charm, a powerful enchantment that concealed the location of the Potter family from Voldemort. But of course, we all know how well the Fidelius Charm worked out for them. After being betrayed by their secret keeper, Peter Pettigrew, all of the Potters but Harry were killed after Voldemort entered their cottage in Godric's Hollow. With James killed, the cloak was left in Dumbledore's possession. He later explains the origins of the cloak to Harry. The cloak, as you know now, travelled down through the ages, father to son, mother to daughter, right down to Ignotus' last living descendant, who was born, as Ignotus was, 
in the village of Godric's Hollow. Dumbledore smiled at Harry. Me? You, you've guessed. I know why the cloak was in my possession on the night your parents died. James had showed it to me just a few days previously. But there's something that feels off about all of this. The Potters were in immense danger. They had the most dangerous dark wizard of all time specifically targeting them, and they went to extreme measures to stay hidden, enlisting the help of the Fidelius charm. How could Dumbledore have had such a major oversight in borrowing the cloak from James? How could he have been so obtuse? Dumbledore is a calculated, powerful, wise old wizard that's typically steps ahead of everyone. Something doesn't sit right with me here. Hold on to your broomsticks because I've got a scandalous theory. I think that Dumbledore may have deliberately borrowed the cloak with the intention of leaving the Potter family more vulnerable to Lord Voldemort. Hear me out. I think that Dumbledore's actions in this scenario spell out a strategic and calculated decision rather than mere curiosity. I think that Dumbledore, who had deep knowledge of the prophecy regarding Harry Potter and Voldemort, recognized the potential significance of the cloak in the upcoming conflict. By borrowing the cloak, it's possible that he sought to manipulate the course of events to align with his vision of defeating Voldemort. And one possible motivation behind this theory is Dumbledore's belief in the concept of the greater good. Dumbledore was aware of this prophecy and its importance, as well as the fact that Voldemort was seeking to destroy the Potter family in order to eliminate the one who could defeat him. It's possible that Dumbledore saw borrowing the invisibility cloak as a calculated move in fulfilling the prophecy and ultimately defeating Voldemort. He may have reasoned that sacrificing the immediate protection offered by the invisibility cloak would ultimately lead to a more advantageous outcome, such as enabling Harry to fulfill his role in the prophecy and ultimately defeat Voldemort. This theory also challenges the notion that Dumbledore saw no need for the invisibility cloak due to the Fidelius charm. Instead, it suggests that he intentionally gambled with the safety of the Potter family, placing greater importance on the overall outcome of the battle against Voldemort. Dumbledore's manipulation of events throughout the series suggests time and time again that he was willing to take risks for the sake of the greater good. He orchestrated the events leading up to the Battle of Hogwarts, even knowingly placing Harry in harm's way to ultimately defeat Voldemort. Borrowing the invisibility cloak would not be out of character for Dumbledore, as it aligned with its willingness to make difficult decisions and sacrifices in service of the larger goal. But I know that there are some fans out there who can't possibly rationalize or come to terms with the idea that Dumbledore may be evil, so I'll also introduce some counterpoints to this theory. The main counterargument is just what the story tells us, that Dumbledore made the decision to borrow the invisibility cloak out of pure curiosity. I mentioned earlier that there's no way Dumbledore could have been so obtuse as to borrow the cloak without consideration for the repercussions of his actions, but there may be a hole in that assertion. You see, when it comes to the Deathly Hallows, Dumbledore can be a bit of a blustering buffoon. Ever since his youth, Dumbledore had a long-standing and dangerous obsession with the three magical artifacts, and it's entirely possible that the dangling carrot that was the opportunity to inspect the invisibility cloak may have caused him to act out of character. Dumbledore's dangerous obsession with the three Deathly Hallows can be attributed to several factors, including his thirst for knowledge, his desire for power, and his fascination with the mysteries of life and death. 
Firstly, Dumbledore was known for his insatiable thirst for knowledge and understanding. He was a highly intelligent wizard who delved deep into the realms of magic, history, and ancient artifacts. The Deathly Hallows, with their immense power and significance, would undoubtedly have piqued Dumbledore's intellectual curiosity. He would have been drawn to their legends and the potential understanding they could provide about the nature of magic itself. Secondly, Dumbledore's desire for power cannot be overlooked. While he was primarily driven by a desire to protect and bring about good, there were instances where his hunger for power and influence was revealed. The Deathly Hallows, especially the Elder Wand, represented the ultimate power in the wizarding world. Possessing all three Hallows would have granted Dumbledore an unprecedented level of control and authority, which may have enticed him. Dumbledore has a good line on this. It is a curious thing, but perhaps those who are best suited to power are those who have never sought it. Furthermore, Dumbledore had a deep fascination with life and death and sought to unlock their mysteries. The Deathly Hallows symbolized the mastery over death, and Dumbledore's exploration of this theme was evident in his research and encounters with various magical artifacts throughout his life. The Hallows represented a way for Dumbledore to understand and potentially even conquer death, which may have fueled his obsession. While Dumbledore ultimately used his knowledge and power for the greater good, his dangerous obsession with the Deathly Hallows hints at the potential for him to become consumed by ambition and to lose sight of his noble intentions. It's also possible that his fascination with these objects clouded his judgement, causing him to overlook things like the Potters potentially needing the cloak to protect themselves. A good example of Dumbledore's clouded judgement can be accurately exemplified by his interaction with Marvolo Gaunt's ring. Dumbledore put on the Horcrux ring, also known as Marvolo Gaunt's ring, because he believed it contained the Resurrection Stone, one of the three Deathly Hallows. He wanted to use the stone to communicate with and possibly see his deceased loved ones. However, Dumbledore was aware that the ring was also a Horcrux, carrying a piece of Voldemort's soul and would be cursed. He was willing to risk putting on the ring despite the potential danger because of his overwhelming desire to reunite with his deceased family and find solace in their presence. Thus, his decision to put on the ring was driven by a mix of curiosity, his thirst for knowledge, and his longing for his lost loved ones. Despite his good intentions, the choice ultimately had dire consequences. What do you think? Did Dumbledore deliberately borrow the cloak to leave the Potters more exposed, or was this simply a case of oversight on Dumbledore's behalf? Let me know down in the comment section below. Also, if you enjoyed the content, please like the video and subscribe to the channel. Until next time, remember, it does not do to dwell on dreams and forget to live.